Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. This morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, we wind up our visit with legendary broadcaster Paul Page. The new book is called... Hello, I'm Paul Page. It's race day in Indianapolis. And today, like we do with many of our better-known guests, Paul, we're going to play word association. I'll give you a name. Oh, no. Give me a few thoughts I'll, about I'll them. I'll blow this. I, I know I'll blow this, but let's try. <laughs> let's start with Tony Holman. Tony Holman was absolute gentleman. Um, he was never overwhelming. He, he was your friend. Um he would run his business meetings in exactly the same way. He never actually would give a command. He would just say, wouldn't it be nice if this or that would happen? And of course it would happen. And I'm, I miss him to this day. Anthony Joseph Foyt Jr. Uh, there is one hard-headed Texan. And everything he pretty much does in life, I mean, it, it, he's going to make it happen. And he's going to make it happen his way. And that's not new news, I don't think, for anybody. But beneath all of that, there's an amazing large heart. He is. He has taken care of so many drivers and drivers' families quietly, anonymously, uh, throughout uh, throughout his career. That uh, and people don't know that. A couple of drivers, folks may not be familiar with Dan Gurney. Uh, Dan Gurney was a beautiful human being. He actually uh, uh, did did play the analyst role in uh, a race with me once, and. Uh, you know, he was, I don't think people generally realize how instrumental he was in the 500, the development of the uh, more powerful V8 engines and everything. And he was at the same time this great international figure. But you get around Dan and he was just cordial. He's always smiling. Uh, he enjoyed his life. And it's, therefore, if you were around him, you were enjoying it too. Jim Herdebees. Uh Robin Miller's favorite driver. And in a way, one of my favorites. Uh, again, because of the era in which I'm coming in. Uh, Jim, too, as a, as a human being, uh, he loved what he was doing. Uh, loved every minute of it. Um, and when you saw him, especially once he, when he was burned, I, he the, the story goes that he had the doctor's uh, put his hands in a position of grabbing a steering wheel so he could drive. Um, and there there was just another guy, a guy with the passion and, of course, a sense of humor. Uh, when you're putting a car in the line and keep moving it to the back, and finally when the, when the final gun sounds, he opens up the hood on this thing, and um, there's nothing but cold beer in the car. He's sponsored by Miller. Tom Carnegie. Tom... You, you want to talk truly iconic, that's, that's Tom. Tom started out almost literally at the beginning of the Tony Holman era. Um, I have never heard a PA announcer that was as good and understood what the PA was all about as Tom Carnegie. He, um, he would, he would tell me, for example, I, I, we got to be fairly close. And um, he would, he, one, one day we're just talking in general, and he said, you know, you know what I do if the crowd is, 
is really kind of quieting down, and but the race has not got much going. I said, no, what are you doing? He said, all I have to do is say, where's Mario? <laughs> the crowd would come to a seat. He said, I had no idea where Mario was. I just knew if I'd say that, it would get everybody's attention. <laughs> so, But he, he understood how important the silence is in both broadcasting and especially in... We wind up with the great Paul Page this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watts in the book. Hello, I'm Paul Page, and it's race day in Indiana. It is available at Barnes & Noble, also at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway gift shop. We're finishing up word association with the iconic guest today, Sid Collins. Sid had a dream, and he made it come true. And his dream of broadcasting the Indianapolis 500 live globally was an impossibility when he did it. Um, you know, we didn't have satellites to beam the signals around the world. So Sid came up with a scheme where he used people from every station in town, and they all in turn carried the 500 mile network, and um, he made it happen. And it really shouldn't have happened. Um, it was far too complex to do at that time. But Sid came up with that idea and he stuck with it. And Sid as an individual, very, very powerful guy, but he just kept beating on that door and created that radio network. And uh, we were all the better for it, obviously. As a, as a personal friend, I loved the guy. He, he took care of me, he taught me, uh, he'd rip me apart when I do something wrong. Um, but we got to be very, very close friends, obviously. And uh, um, God bless him. Two more as we wind up with Paul Page. Tell us about Tom Binford. I really like Tom. Uh, and, and Tom was, was always very helpful to me, uh, even before he became the chief steward of the 500. I, I to this day, disagree that what he, what he decided to do with regard to Mario Andretti and Bobby Unzer and declare a different winner the next morning after that race when the, when the winner declared was uh, Mario and then we had to go through a six month uh, uh, administrative trial session to finally get the real answer on who won the 500 and it turned out to be Bobby. I, I always felt, and I feel to this day, you, it, it, the race has to happen in front of the crowd. You can't go changing thing after that. If you want to penalize somebody where it's a major impact, you have to do it right there or immediately thereafter. But you, 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 can't, you, you can't have a winner that the public doesn't see how it all went. And finally, and I asked, this one was not written down, but my friend Catherine Connolly would kill me if I didn't ask it, Mario Andretti. <laughs> I laugh every time I think of Mario. He's, he is, um, he loves life. I mean, he's a, a gregarious Italian. I, I spent a lot of time with Mario. Uh, one day, uh, it was supposed to be a, a test day at the Speedway, and it rained, and Mario and I just got in a rental car, and he started driving laps and telling me stories and showing me little things. Like at the time, um, he came off at turn four, and the wall actually had a little a little change of about six inches, um, and, and it was a notch that started that change, and Mario would say, if you really are going fast, you almost get your tire all the way up in that notch. He's, he's so full of life and he is 
the absolute dead perfect ambassador for uh, IndyCar, which is what he is doing now. And I, I think he's amazing. I always have. For three generations, he has been the link between the rest of us and racing. He is the iconic Paul Absolutely. Page. Thanks for the visit this morning on Hearing Voices. Thank you. I really appreciate the time.